Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right. Good evening, everybody. Good to see you. It's good to be back. This is uh, Jordan here with the lovely Miss Kristen. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray for You. You guys look great tonight. Um, Kristen's got a great prayer for you lined up. And uh, by the way, Kristen, you look absolutely stunning. Kristen, before the show, one of the things she likes to do is she'll wear these outfits like once in a blue moon. And she'll be like, oh, do you remember when I wore this outfit? And I'll be like, yeah. And I know exactly when you wore it. You wore it to, to Barry's Christmas party last year. And you haven't worn it since, but it's gorgeous. And I have the, the picture of us together in my kitchen. I think Nicole took the picture of us. And like Lila Rose is like trying to jump up to be part of the picture also. Yes, Lila Rose is Jordan's puppy. In case anyone <laughs> yes, I I can't believe that's your superpower. I've never seen anything yeah, like I remember, it. I remember the, the, the white uh, paisley tie I wore that night also. And that was also the night where you ate off of someone else's plate without asking them. <laughs> That's, that's that's what stands out to me about that party is we sit down at this table where no one invited us to sit and you just start talking and eat, eating off this guy's plate. <laughs> okay. Let me explain shortly. I know we don't have a lot of time. Go ahead. But I need Dark to. show. Take uh, <laughs> yeah. We have all the time we need. Well, when we got there, we got there late and there were appetizers. I thought sometimes they do appetizers for the table. And they did. They had some appetizers for the table. Well, I didn't notice that this one was different. It looked like a plate of just the regular things. I thought it was the appetizers. I they just start having- eating this guy's food. And he's like, <laughs> you're like, oh, this is good. And he's like, yeah, try some. <laughs> well, we were talking to this guy and he was very nice and everything. But then I noticed when I just went into the appetizer thing and had some, because it was like in the middle of the table. It wasn't like by him. It's like, <laughs> it was a little, <laughs> I started eating it, and he started, like, having this weird look on his face, <laughs> I was like, it, to make matters worse, I said, isn't this, this is really good, you should try this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he should. You should have tried all of it before you showed up. <laughs> and then, and then, and then he looked at me, it's like, well, well, you're welcome to have have some if you want. And then that's when I realized, I just, what do you do with that? Like, I can't backtrack and say, you know, but that's when you really learned about me. Yeah. You know, it was one of the times. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, guys, listen, so check this out. Uh, I should really do a show today on boldness. Why don't we do that? (laughs) I want to talk to you today about stepping out in faith and I guess in boldness too, since we'll just tie that theme in together. And what I want to talk about actually is you may have heard this story. I'm sure many of you have of Daniel's friends in the Bible, the guys Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? They're kind of like, like second or third tier Bible members, right? They're not like the top tier guys, like, you know, Jesus and Abraham and Moses and, you know, David and people like that. They're kind of like, you know, maybe second or third tier. If you if you know enough about the Bible, you've heard of them. And so what basically happens with them is they're friends of Daniel, who you know from getting thrown the lines then. And the 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 king of their territory, the Jews are living in a foreign territory, and the king says, everybody has to bow down to this God that the king created. And anyone who doesn't is going to be killed. 
And the way you're going to be killed is, by the way, getting thrown into this ultra hot furnace. All right. And the, the three friends of David, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, say that they're not going to do it. And so what happens is the king throws them into the furnace. Right. And the furnace is heated so hot that even the soldiers who are throwing them in wind up dying. And if you know the end of the story, you know that these guys don't die. In fact, what happens is the, the king sees them in there and says, I don't understand this. The, the three men that we threw in there bound are still there. They're alive. They're walking around. Their bonds are cut. And there's a fourth man who's like the son of God. And people think that that fourth person was actually Jesus. Okay. So the story is, obviously, they don't bow down and, and, and God delivers them. But here's the, the part that's always been interesting to me is before they get thrown in, when they tell the king that they're not going to bow down, what they actually say is this. They say, we know the Lord will deliver us, but even if he doesn't, we will not bow down. It's a weird thing to say because it sounds like a statement of doubt, right? We know God's going to deliver us, but if he doesn't, well, wait a minute, do you know he's going to deliver you or not? Which is it? And we also know that, that, that God does deliver them. He honored their faith. So how is it that their faith can have doubt in it? Because we know one of the themes of the Bible is that doubt destroys faith. In fact, part of the Bible talks about how Jesus could perform no miracles in a certain town because of people's doubt. Okay. So, so how is it that you have this doubt here and yet God delivers them anyway? Well, check this out. Here's the thing. They're not doubting God's goodness. This is the trick. They say, we know the Lord will deliver us. They're saying, we have our faith in God. We know that he'll deliver us. And what they're saying by, even if he does not, we will not bow down. They're saying, we know that he's going to be faithful one way or the other. Maybe we aren't getting his will right. Maybe we don't know exactly what his will is here. Okay. But we know that he is good, that his mercies endure forever, that he is on the throne and that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. See, that's what faith is. People have turned faith into something that's like irrational. Listen, Kristen and I pray for people all the time who don't necessarily get healed. Somebody's on death's door, I'll pray for them, knowing full well that there will come a point where all of us die, right? That's just how it is. So not every prayer is going to bring the going to bring me the result I want. But it's wrong to say that not every prayer works because every prayer works the way God wants it to, right? Everything God, God doesn't make mistakes. And so I'm, I'm mentioning this because I feel like so many times people are afraid to step out in faith and exercise faith because, oh my goodness, what if it doesn't work? What if I pray for this person to be healed and they're not healed? What if I pray for myself to be healed and I'm not? What if I pray for that new job and, and, and I actually get fired from this job and now I have no job? What if I pray for the thing I want and it doesn't come through? That then destroys the foundations of my faith. Does God even exist at this point? Did he have a son? I mean, you, you, what do I do with my faith? And I need my faith. I cling to it. I hold on to it. And so I'm afraid to step out. It's like the ship that is safest in harbor. Yeah, that's true, but that's not why ships are built, right? So what winds up happening is we never wind up exercising faith because we're afraid of being proven wrong so often. And by not exercising faith, we're not growing and we're not we're, we're not certainly uh, bringing about the results that God wants us to bring about. I see this in t in sometimes with entire denominations, and I don't want to pick on people, but there are denominations of Christianity that will take the Bible 100% literally. And they'll tell you that God like divinely inspired every single letter that's in the Bible. And yet when you talk to them about God performing miracles, oh, God doesn't do that today. God doesn't perform miracles today. 
well, what about God's going to bless us financially? It says right here, oh, no, 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 that was back then. That doesn't happen today. Well, God says heal the sick. No, 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 that, that, was, that was back then. That's the old covenant. Doesn't, that doesn't happen today. Well, wait a minute. You, you basically have to go through the Bible, right, and cross out all of its promises in order to accommodate some of these people who have such limited faith because, God forbid, they pray for something. They don't see the manifestation here, and then their entire faith is shaken. And then what do you have? They're left with nothing. Okay, guys, that's missing the point. Faith is not knowing for a fact that God is necessarily going to give you what you want. Faith is having confidence in God, that he's a good God, that he exists, that he's on the throne, that he loves you, that he's going to deliver you, okay, from one way or the other, even though it might not be the way that you think of it. Okay, even though you might not get the result you want, even though you might get thrown to that furnace and burned to death, one way or the other, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. And by the way, if those guys had gotten burned to death, they'd have just gone to heaven. Okay, so the point is this don't let the possibility that something you're going to pray for doesn't happen prevent you from praying for it and praying for it in faith. God, I know you have that wife for me. But even if you don't, I'm, I'm still going to worship you. God, I know I know you've got that better job for me. But even if you don't, I'm still going to worship you. God, I know you've got a better house for me. But even if you don't, I'm still going to worship you. God, I know you got my healing. I know it's on the way. And even if you don't, I'm still going to worship you. And guess what? I'm going to thank you for it tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. Okay? In other words, it's this, guys. Yes, ask God for it. Ask him in faith. But don't let the 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 answer that you get which might not be what you want. Don't let that shake your faith, all right? So my point is just this, guys. Faith is not something that is relegated to a tiny elite percentage of Christians who are just who are just so elevated that everything they pray for comes true. Well, the, the prophet Isaiah, sure, he had a lot of faith. And all these other great heroes of the Bible, yeah, they had faith. They snapped their fingers, they called for God, and he sent fire down and every, you know, talked to them in a burning bush, whatever. Faith is for all of us. Okay, and the fact that you might not always get what you want does not mean that God's not on the throne. Okay, it just means maybe you weren't in tune with what God wanted, and sometimes God reveals that to us more than He does other times. But it doesn't mean that God's not on the on the throne. So don't be afraid. This is the point. This is my thesis here. Don't be afraid to step out in faith. The enemy wants you to be afraid. The enemy wants you to say it might not come true. Okay. Ignore that. Step out in faith anyway, and regardless of the result, continue to step out in faith. That's my message for you tonight. Oh, that's good. That's real. A little good. bit wordy. No, I like wordy. So, yeah, and I, I, it's all the, all the words were necessary. So, in that sense, it's not wordy at all. And, um, you know, I, I, I wish I could remember his name, but the band Mercy Me. What is the guy's name? It's I'm drawing a blank. Mercy me. Um, and they did a song, and of course that wonderful film. Um, I can only imagine that uh, friends of ours produced. Um, you know, I I love the song. After watching the film and his life and all that he had been through, um, there's that song he did called "Even If." Right. I know you're able, and I know you can. And I forget the, the rest of the lyrics, but even if you don't, my hope is you alone. I remember uh, going through a time, praying for different things, praying that you would come along, praying for different things to happen and saying, you, you have to get to that point in life and you have to just say, um, you know, God, 
I I know this. What's the other verse? I know the sorrow and I know the hurt would all go away if you just say the word. But even if you don't, my hope is you alone. And it's so good because it's like, like you're saying that for us to step out in faith, but also at the same time, it frees you. It frees you because I feel like sometimes we're just holding on and and clutching the prayer. We can't even release it to the Lord and release it to his will and the way he wants to do something, which is his ways are higher than ours and better than our ways. And by releasing that and saying, God, I know you're going to do it this way, but even if you don't, I trust in you. I love you. I love you more than what I'm even praying for. I trust you more than what I'm praying for. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Wow. Good synopsis. See, I, it takes me eight minutes to deliver a sermon and you summarize it in like two minutes. It's much better. Well, well, it takes you two minutes to make a sermon. So that's, there you go. <laughs> there you go. It's awesome. All right, my love. Well, do me a favor and uh, lead everybody here in prayer. Okay. Okay. God, I know there's a lot of people uh, going through that, even if time in life, um, you know, there's some things that there's always something we feel an even if with, but sometimes it's more than others. And, um, certainly during this time period in our nation, in our world, when things just seem confusing and people are asking, what's my purpose? What's my vision? What's going on? And plans are, have fallen through God. Um, you know, in a, that verse in the, in his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps is so true. God, we, we can plan and plan and plan, but ultimately, Lord, you, your wisdom and your power and your plan overrides every single time. And we're grateful for that. And God, I just pray for every person who just feels like there's an impossibility or something that they just want with all of their heart every fiber of their being, God. And they're just like, I want this, Lord. I want this. But God, help us all to get to that point where we say, but God, even if, even if this doesn't happen, I love you. I trust you. Help us all to get to that point in our walk where we can honestly, fervently say, not in a bitterness way, not in a way of, oh, well, I'll just have to bear bear it and I'll just have to, you know, kind of tolerate. But in a real, authentic way, with everything poured out to you, with all the vulnerability and just pouring out to you and saying, God, this is how much you're, pre- this is how precious you are to me. This is how much I love you. This is how much that, that beyond anything else in this world that this world could ever give me, Lord, You are the only true one that can satisfy the deepest desires of my heart. You alone, Lord, you alone. And that is why I can say, even if, because you alone satisfy me, Lord. And Lord, if I get everything else, but I don't have you, it's not worth anything. But God, I know, I know that I can, that I can trust you with my whole life, that I can trust you with my whole future and just lay it in in your hands, God, because it's yours anyway. And, and it's in your control anyway. We're just fooling ourselves if we think it's in our control, God. Help the person who's staying up at night trying to go through things, whether it's financially or, or th- worried about a child or 
or a, a spouse or just something in your life where you're trying to control. Help the person who's throughout the day just burdened with something. That there's this there's this thing the enemy wants to do to keep people in circles and 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 wandering and wondering and reasoning and going around and round in circles and it's 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 torment. And, and God, I just pray you break that cycle of torment and we just give everything up to you. And we say, even if God, this is what I'm asking for, Lord, I know you're able and I know you're willing, God, but I want what's best. God, I want the best that you have for me. Your best is way better than something I could ever dream up on my own. So God, give me what you want me to have because I trust you that much. Because I trust you and I love you. And I want to get to that point in my walk with you, God, that I know you and that you are the gift. You are the greatest gift beyond anything else. And it doesn't really matter what happens in this life because you are the gift and you are on the throne and you're the one I seek and eternity starts now, God. And so help us to live that daily and help every single person to just break that cycle of worry and, and regret and all those things and embrace what you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Great job. Absolutely. All right, guys, let's get to the prayer requests here. I'm going to kick off with uh, three people, and then uh, Kristen, I'll give you some. Uh, two people who are known to me personally, I'm not going to use their names. Uh, one person whose name starts with the letter S, and uh, she, I just spoke with her today, and you know, she had some horrible, I haven't spoken to her in a while, and uh, she had a one-pound mass that was discovered in her stomach that had to be removed, and she had to have a hysterectomy and all this stuff. And, you know, she's doing better now, but still pretty run down. Um, so, Father God, we're going to pray for her in a minute. In fact, I'll just do that right now. God, thank you for my friend. You know who I'm talking about. God, we thank you for her life. We know that her life is not frivolous, that she's here for a reason. We pray that she comes to know you better and that, um, you know, in this stage of her life, she really experiences uh, supernatural closeness with you. God, my uh, other friend whose name uh, starts with the letter J. Uh, who was a victim of a very, very bad attack in the workplace, which has left her horribly traumatized and in a lot of pain physically as well. And God, we, I, I lift this person up to you. I pray for her well-being. I pray for her total healing. And I pray that, and I know this sounds weird when we talk about stuff like this, anything good ever coming out of it. And I would certainly never call something like this a good thing. But God, we know that what the enemy intends for evil, you intend, you intend for your kingdom. And God, I pray this totally backfires on the enemy. I pray that she not only fully recovers, but is able to help other women recover who have gone through the same thing that she's gone through. I pray for total restoration of her body, her mind, her family relationships in Jesus name. God, I pray for uh, Shaiz, Shaiz Anwar, who asked that we pray for him and his family. Father God, thank you for the for Shaiz, as well as uh, Isabel Rodriguez, who prays for her family, who needs healing from fear, also bodily healing for your husband. Father God, we thank you for, uh, Sh- I hope I'm saying this right, Shaiz, Anwar, and Isabel. We thank you for their families. We pray for total healing for anyone in their families. We pray that they, they be free from fear and that they um, they be free from lack, free from disease, free from poverty, free from need. We lift all these people up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to say also hi to our friend Dalia Rodizma, who's there, uh, Biswat Doli, and Arsand Udin. Thanks. All right. 
Oh, well, sorry. Gonna... Oh, let me transition. And now over to Kristen. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, all right. All right. Um, so <laughs> that was very interesting, Jordan. Thank you. For that. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, good job with the pronunciation of all those. And then I was just going to go. And then I just was like a deer in headlights. So that, that was good. Um, okay. <laughs> so. Yes, Saeed's also uh, had requested before, um, ha has requested many times and um, uh, was on our list over here for his father, as, who has a stomach issue. And um, also Soon, who has asked before for her son, and Mark, who had a stroke at the age of 26, a miracle that he's alive. Um, and and they're, the three of them, um, you know, they, they continually ask for prayer. And I think that's such a wonderful, wonderful thing. You know, the Bible says to ask, seek, and knock. So, so you know, keep asking, you know, not, we love to pray with you and, um, you know, to have that faith, keep asking. I know there's a lot of times in life where you just got to pray through and pray through. So we pray for you, Saez and Soon and Mark. We pray for the deliverance in those situations. We pray for the endurance of your faith and in all of these things. I pray for a dear friend of mine, Michelle, who is a strong warrior um, who has had a heart transplant. Um, and she, she's just an amazing woman and a, a wonderful friend. And, um, so she's had the heart transplant, which is amazing. Um, but now there's some complications maybe with the kidney from the, the heart transplant. So I just pray Lord that you would help Michelle help whatever happens here. If, if, if she has to have surgery with the kidney issue, Lord, then, then just guide her and lead her through that, guide the doctor's hands. If not, if you can make a way without the surgery, that would be great too, God. But I just pray for her total healing. And I pray most of all for her peace of mind, Lord. I pray for her peace of mind of her heart and her mind, Lord. And um, just those around her, her husband and um, just her family, God. And um, I just I just thank you for her. I just thank you for her friendship, God. And I just pray that, that you would help her, continually help her um, to be healed. And God, you, you can do the impossible. And certainly she has that that fighter mindset that you've given her God and a wonderful testimony. Um, Ali says, pray for my, or it could be Ali. I'm sorry if, if I'm mis, you know, pronouncing it, um, says pray for my little brother. He uh, injured his tailbone and um, very painful. He's in a lot of pain. And he said his older brother, so Ali must be the middle brother. Um, his older brother or somewhere in the middle, I should say has um, struggles with alcoholism um, so Lord, in Jesus name, we pray for, um, Ali's entire family for his little brother. We just pray your complete healing, Lord, and pray for his body to line up with the will of God. And we just pray for healing and pray for complete healing physically, mentally, emotionally, pray for your, your, just your blood on that entire household, pray for his older brother with the alcohol issue. Lord, we know that alcohol, um, can be such a, a demon, like all these other things, Lord, people just they don't see it that way. It can come in in different ways. So we just pray this out in Jesus' name. We pray that he would, every time he would thirst for a drink, that he would go for thirst for you, Lord, instead, and thirst for you, the living water, and um, realize that he does not need that and um, desire you instead of that alcohol, Lord, and, and just have a wonderful, wonderful testimony. 
And last but certainly not least, Merle prays for her family in the Philippines for protection and help. I know we have a lot of listeners in the Philippines. So great to see you. I have a lot of friends from the Philippines. Beautiful place. And um, so we pray for protection and the health of your family, Merle. We pray that God would just deliver you from whatever's going on. We pray for encouragement. I pray for divine encouragement. I pray that I feel like what you need right now is just people come around you. um, God's encouragement that you just feel God smile on you guys. And he would feel his encouragement. And then you would also through just people saying things, you know, and just showering his love on you in different ways, God. So Lord, I just pray for that. I pray for your divine encouragement and your protection, your health for these people and all these people to come closer to you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. That was interesting. (laughs) No, awesome. Awesome job as always. My love and my beauty. Great, great job. I love you so much. Love you too. All right, baby. Can you um, lead us in the call to salvation? Yes. Um, Go ahead. Uh, so if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is the perfect opportunity. Don't wait. There's no reason to wait. You don't know what life brings. You don't know what your last day on earth is. Nobody is guaranteed that. So don't wait. This is This is your time. Plus, it's so much better to live your life Uh, with Jesus by your side. So just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. We prayed that prayer. We're so excited for you. Um, you can send us a message or you can comment on the video. We want to know about it. We're really excited to hear about that. All right. Great prayer. Good job, Kristen. Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's a pleasure to see you. You know, um, we're still doing this Mondays and Fridays. We just cut out the Wednesdays. Um, Kristen and I, as many of you know, are getting married soon, not not within the next weeks, but soon enough that uh, it requires a great deal of time and, and preparation and work and all those things. and paying for things also. Uh, and uh, we're trying to balance all of our different commitments and uh, with work and with this and with each other and and all that stuff. So thank you for being patient with us. You know, there's going to come a point in time where Chris and I are married, as I just said, and um, you know, you won't see us on a split screen like this. You'll see us just doing all of our shows together and, and hopefully we can do them more often and actually spend more time, I think, curating them. But in the meantime, thank you guys for your patience. We hope you're getting something out of the show's um, we love coming into your homes every night or every or tw- when on the nights we do, we love coming into your home. So <laughs> thank you guys so much. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday, uh, 730 Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Good thing we're not coming into your homes every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.